Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week? Um, that's good. It was good. I can't, I can't complain. Uh, Played some uh, video games, did some work, you know, drove You're to Jackson. Painting a bunch of models and stuff. Yep. Well, that's good. A, just overall, pretty good week. Yeah. Good to hear. At, good least to hear. In, at least in the world of not wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you how know, about yours, man? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. We uh, did a bunch of work and played some games. And yeah. Hey, you can't. It's always, it's always good when that happens, right? It is. Definitely is. What are we drinking this week? We have Elvin, Evan Williams Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Mm-hmm. This is what we decided to do. Um, it's off that bottom shelf, right? It's a, it's a very bottom shelf whiskey. Uh, it is uh, completely forgettable. It's it's not anywhere as good as, say, a uh, Four Roses. No, this, this is... Um, Evan Williams is that crap... I've got a party tonight of, you know, 15, 20 people coming over. This is, of course, pre-COVID. We don't want to do that now. No, no, no. Um, you know, I want to make something so that the, the the friends of friends that are going to show up don't drink my Four Roses, don't drink my, uh, you know, uh, Proper 12. They, they, don't drink yeah. my, they don't drink my actual whiskeys that are good. The, the the ones that you want to sit and enjoy. The ones that I want to drink later, you know? These these are the, hey, okay, they want to come over, they want to get drunk. Here they go, they can get drunk. Ev, to me, Evan Williams, and and sorry to friends of mine who may be listening to this from college, um, this is what me and one of my roommates used to do with liquor at our house, right? We would get Evan Williams, we would get Taka. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would also get, like, Grey Goose and, you know, uh, higher shelf stuff that we liked, right? Yeah. And when we got home, we would switch the bottles. Uh, <laughs> you know, we would put the the Grey Goose, the the Kettle One, the, the high vodkas, the high whiskeys, the, the, the good ones, right? Yeah. Those go in the cheap bottles. And those go get pushed to the back because I don't really care who you are. If you go to somebody's house and they're like, oh, yeah, make a drink. And you open the liquor cabinet, and there's a bottle of, uh, you know, four roses. There's a bottle of, of bamboo rum. There's a mm-hmm. bottle of there's something good, and then there's aristocrat. You're not getting the aristocrat. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So ooh, I want to try this four roses. Oh, ooh, I want to try the Woodford. You know. <laughs> yeah. So that that we did that in college, and uh, there's a reason for that. It's because the the cheap stuff. I mean, for your average person. There's not a whole lot of difference. I mean, you can taste the different notes. You can you can taste the difference in the that tasted like drinking barbed wire. Well, no, I mean you know, but there there's a big difference from me a year and a half ago. Yeah. To me now, where I I actually can taste a difference. Like yeah. oh oh, I can see what they're going for with this one. Whereas before, it's like oh, It'll it's alcohol. <laughs> So, so, you know, there, there's a difference in palates over time as you develop and, and try the different things and, yeah. and find what you like. And especially as you try those 
the more refined ones, the, the ones that have aged longer, the ones that have more specialized ingredients in them, you know, things yeah. like that. You know, we all, for the most part, you grew up on Jack, you grew up on Jim. That's, that's on, what you, that's you the first on ones on you go stuff. to because they're cheap and they're, they're cheap. easy and everybody has and, a bottle in their house somewhere. Let's be honest here, you know, you're in your mid-30s. Yeah. Uh, I'm 40. We grew up in the the 80s, 90s era mm-hmm. there. Um, there just wasn't, it wasn't as big of a thing. It was it was before, before bourbon blew back up and yeah. bourbon was looked down on and yeah so it, it was you know specialized whiskey specialized you know liquors maybe tequila was about the only one in the eighties and nineties that was you know something important but all the other ones it was just like eh, whatever it's 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 gasoline yeah <laughs> you know here you go um, now that's changed so yeah you know do yourself a favor if, if you're uh, if you're a diehard Jack fan or you're a diehard, you know, that middle shelf, that bottom shelf, whatever, you know, you're, this is just what you do. Yeah. The next time you have a couple extra bucks, I mean, tax season's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, got mine sitting on my desk. I've just got to sit down and take care of it. Get yourself a, a, a better quality bottle and just sit down and taste it, you know? Yeah. See if you can tell the difference. If you can, awesome, you know? Welcome to the world of, of whiskey, right? Yeah. If you can't. Mix it with some Coke, keep going, and, you know, next time, not to splurge on the extra few bucks. There you go. Should we jump into this week in wrestling? Can we jump into the middle of this week in wrestling? I mean, I don't even have Raw results pulled up. Because, God, ugh, ugh. Um, We've said it before, we'll say it again. Raw needs to drop to two hours. Yeah, it, it's, they've got to drop that third hour. It is too much at one time, with the exception of pay-per-views, and that's because pay-per-views, you have the excellent matches that usually accompany a pay-per-view. The problem is, Raw is too long to not accomplish anything. Yeah. If Raw was three hours long, but the story, there was, you know, four or five good, solid storylines that were going on, and... You know, everything was, you know, kind of following through with it. I'm on board. Yeah. Hey, it, it can be three hours. The problem with Raw is it's three hours of watching paint dry. It, it It's boring. And it shouldn't be boring. It's boring. The, it's, the only thing that happened just, Monday Night Raw, the only result that I'm going to announce from Monday Night Raw, Alexa Bliss beat Asuka. Yeah. Um, and which, we'll go in, and that's the only thing I'm. That's the only thing I want to talk about on Raw. I mean, do you do you disagree, or do you want to do something different? Is there well, anything you want to talk the about? The only thing on I want to talk about on Raw is that that whole Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, that bubble just for yeah. a few minutes. Uh, let's go ahead and run down though uh, NXT. Okay, and the uh, NXT the AEW stores. and SmackDown. Yeah, and what actually happened? Um, we had a men's Dusty Classic match on NXT. Uh, Gargano and Theory versus Kushida and Ruff. Where Kushida and Ruff won. Mm-hmm. We had Karrion Cross versus uh, Ashanti the Adonis, which uh, you know Adonis of course won. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. you know, Cross uh, annihilated the poor dude. I will say for the first time with Karrion Cross, he looked to me. He actually looked the part of the monster. Yeah. That they're portraying him, and that's because uh, you know Ashante is a cruiserweight, mm-hmm. and you put him in with a heavyweight, right? 
We had another men's Dusty Classic match of Imperium versus Lucha House Party in which Lucha House Party beat Imperium. It did see Alexander Wolf make Alexander his return slash re-debut. They are having a women's Dusty Classic as well in which we saw Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro versus Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez in which... Uh, Caden Carter and Catanzaro defeated Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. Wait, what? Weird. I mean, I saw the whole time that happening Mm -hmm. because of other storyline parts, and we'll get into that. Uh, Bronson Reed versus Tyler Rust, in which Bronson Reed beat Tyler Rust, as you would expect. Mm -hmm. Um, Had a... uh, A Legato Del Fantasma segment with them and... uh, Lucha House Party. Then we had the NXT fight pit of Ciampa versus Thatcher, where Thatcher won. Yeah. Actually kind of an interesting creative ending to that. Yeah. So, moving on to AEW. um, We had a uh, happy birthday Brody Lee Jr. segment, Mm -hmm. uh, which led to a match of um, Dark Order um, with... Adam Page versus TH2 and Chaos Project, in which the Dark Order won. Uh, we had Cody versus Peter Avalon, and of course Peter Avalon won that one. No, it, it was Cody. It's always Cody. Mm-hmm. It's always Cody. Um, John Moxley beat up some random guy from Dark. Um, Private Party and Matt Hardy versus Top Flight and Matt Seidel, in which... Um, the uh, private party got the win, right? Yep. Yes. For some reason, it's not showing me. And basically turned heel. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've kind of been doing that. Interesting to note, private party is now the number one contender for the TNA Impact Tag yeah. Team titles. And I don't honestly don't know anymore if it's TNA Tag Team titles or if it's the Impact Tag Team. I, 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 I don't know. I think it's the Impact World Champions or something like that. Yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Penelope Ford versus Layla Hirsch, in which Penelope Ford got the win. This was uh, Ford was taking the place of um, Nyla Rose, uh, who is out uh, sick, I think, with COVID. Uh, MJF and Chris Jericho versus Santana and Ortiz versus Sammy Guevara and Jack Hager. Oh man, come on, call them what they are versus Sammy Hagar. <laughs> yeah, Sammy Hagar. Uh, of course. You know, MJF got the win there, MJF and Jericho. So they're going to be the the team that goes forward for um, the inner circle, which, sure, whatever. Um, People are making fun of Jericho because he kind of, he's starting to get a little more sloppy in his old age. His time is quickly passing. Yeah, he... Did a really just awful lion salt, mm-hmm. which we'll get into when we get into this. Yeah, it, it just, but it was just so bad. And it's like, dude, you 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 are legitimately an argument for greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Uh, you want to take SmackDown? Yeah. So SmackDown had a an opening segment with Reigns talking. Uh, we had the Riot Squad versus Charlotte and Asuka, where, uh, of course, Charlotte and Asuka won. 
Uh, Cesaro versus Dolph Ziggler, where uh, Cesaro won. Sasha Banks versus Reginald, which was our, our intergender match that was set up, uh, in which, of course, Sasha won. Uh, Big E versus Apollo Crews, where uh, there was a kind of a no contest at this yeah, point. Yeah, it went to no contest. Uh, Sami Zayn got involved on both sides. Uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair, obstacle course challenge, where technically, uh, well, not technically, Bianca Belair won, uh, even with everything stacked against her. Then we had King Corbin versus Dominic, where King Corbin won. Then our main event of the night was Adam Pierce versus Paul Heyman, which wasn't, um, which we'll get into uh, here in a minute or two. Yeah. Uh, but that was the week of wrestling. Um, and, and like we said, we're definitely not going to talk about Raw other than just a few quick. Uh, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and just get through Raw real quick. The, the few things that we're going to talk about. So Randy shows up and he is in a full mask um, because he got burned. Yeah. So that's about all I want to say about that. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I do want to say one little okay. more thing about that. Could they have put any less effort into that mask? I mean, I'm sure they could have. I'm not sure they could have. Could have just been some gauze. Like, this was an that, actual mask. That would have been better. <laughs> um, yeah, it was awful. The whole point, the whole part of that was awful. Um, you know, I made my, my thoughts known on the whole Alexa Bliss throwing fireballs thing and how, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's not. Uh, this was dumb. Yeah. It did nothing to advance the story. Nothing. In my opinion. Uh, we get to the main event of Raw, which was Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. Following an Alexis Playground segment earlier yeah. in the evening, and where Oscar like stole the show, yes, playing the scared, you know, scared of Alexa thing. We go into the mass into the match, and Alexa is bubbly, happy Alexa. Then partway through, the lights go down, and the lights come back up, and Alexa's got I can't even speak. It's bad for a podcast host. Alexa has black um, lipstick, and so she's a, a darker version of yep. Alexa, in which she proceeds to just beat the crap out of Asuka. Yeah. Gets the win. The lights flash, mm -hmm. and she's back to cheery, bubbly, happy Alexa. Her, yep. you know. Happy face, uh, happy makeup, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. As, as cheesy, as hokey as that is, what a great use of the fact they don't have an actual live audience there. That they can do that kind of stuff. Exactly. And, see, and, and they the, should have been doing this kind of stuff for months now. That's what you, know, you and I have talked about in the past. Uh, you don't have a live audience. You can cut in, like for The Fiend, for Alexa, you know, stuff like that. You can cut in hokey, voodoo, uh, supernatural things in with those characters, just cut them into the broadcast. Um, kind of like with an, a, a much better job, but where they set 
the fiend on fire. Yeah. Uh, where maybe don't get a obvious scarecrow. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, they could have done that. They could do uh, like they did where uh, Randy was wrestling Bray. Mm-hmm. The lights went out and the lights came back up. He was wrestling the fiend. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. They could have been doing that with the fiend this whole time. Yeah. You know, make the fiend the star of the no crowd era because you really could. Could you imagine? Think back. Mm-hmm. Think back to little Michael. Could you imagine if, like, this kind of stuff would have happened with The Undertaker? Oh, yeah, no, like... Or or let's, let, instead of thinking back to being, because we didn't have the technology for it then, but think about this concept, though, with The Undertaker. Yeah, where no, like, the, the could, whole time I've been sitting here thinking, yeah. what could they have done with Undertaker? What could they have done with Kane? Could, could you imagine The Undertaker versus Kane feud? Where Undertaker's on one side of the ring, Kane's on the other side of the ring... Undertaker throws lightning at Kane, and Kane throws a stream of fire and like blocks in the center, and you get this yeah. this uh, this anime fighter <laughs> fighting game anime type thing going on, uh, just beyond the pale, jumped the shark. Oh yeah, however you want to call it, but how awesome would it have been as a 10, 12, which is what WWE's that, audience right? is. Everybody, WWE, everybody talks about the the eighteen to to thirty five graphic or eighteen to forty graphic. I think it's eighteen to forty nine or somewhere. Forty nine demographic. Yeah. WWE is not focusing on them. Mm-mm. WWE creates their product for the kids. For the kids. That's, that, why, it's, that's why it's still PG. And that's fine. But lean into it some. Mm-hmm. When you have that opportunity, you have a you have a perfect opportunity here. You could have made something really cool and really uh, best word I can use hokey. Yeah, but in a cool way. They, this whole time, they were so focused on we've got to get back to an audience. We've got yeah. to get back to an. They audience. should have just leaned into what they've got. Yeah. They, they had opportunity after opportunity to do cool stuff. And we only see that, you know, with Roman and Kevin Owens a few weeks ago going out into the quote-unquote crowd right, and having the brawl up on the stage in front of the TVs. Mm-hmm. That was cool. You know, when they use that kind of stuff, that works. Yep. But they haven't leaned into it enough. They're like, we can't change our business model at all. Yeah. And now they're starting to experiment with some stuff, but we're going to be back to crowds before too long. They, they've already said that they want to try to get 30,000 people into uh, the stadium in Tampa Bay for WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and they're given like 7,500 tickets to vaccinated Healthcare workers for free. Yeah. Which, hey, great. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. I love that you're doing something for these people who have been working very hard. Who have been standing in the line of fire. Yes. But you should have taken advantage of what you had. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, and that's pretty much all we're going to say about Raw. Yeah. Um, uh, moving to SmackDown. 
for a couple of things. So, you know, last week we had the the card subject to change stipulation, mm-hmm. right? Well, this week we kind of had the same thing, only reversed. Well, yeah, Roman came out and was like, yeah, the thought never occurred to me because it's beneath me. Yeah, I show up to work. Yeah, right. I show up to work. I've, uh, my know, back, my back hurts every week from carrying this company. You know, blah for blah, years. Blah, blah, you know, it 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 actually it works for his character. It does. Uh, I don't know if Jay was sick or whatever. I don't think he was on the show. He was on the show. Uh, he didn't come out with Roman. I hope everything is okay with him. I hope that they just didn't have, he didn't fit into the storyline this week is what I'm hoping. Because what you have here is you have Adam Pierce, or Paul goes to say something, Adam Pierce cuts him off, which leads to Roman with the whole, if you're disrespecting him, you're disrespecting me. Paul, take care of that. So Paul Heyman gets that whole, the the classic Paul Heyman ghost white uh, oops face, then challenges Pierce to a match. Pierce says okay. Then at the end of the night, we know what's going to happen. Paul comes out, stumbles, oh, my leg, you know, card subject to change. Out comes Roman. Out comes Roman. Roman and Pierce, quote, unquote, fight in the ring. Which means Pierce gets his ass beat by Roman for a minute or two. Then KO shows up uh, and destroys Roman. Yeah. Hits him with a couple stunners, pop-up powerbomb through the announce table, just destroys the dude. This is what it should have been. That That's exactly what should have happened, is we needed Kevin to destroy Roman. To, to take from uh, the going in raw guys, uh, now, by math, that means we Roman still got a week. Yeah, we do, don't we? We still got yeah, a week. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. There, Never mind. There, there is no... Never mind. This wasn't the go-home we, show, we, was it? We, we don't have the wrestle math yet. Yeah, we don't have the entire the equation. We, we don't have the entire equation. What we need to see happen is Friday, there needs to be another stipulation added to the match. Yeah. They're not going to. No. But there needs to be another stipulation added to the match that it's just these two guys. Mm-hmm. Anybody else interferes. Yeah. Well, what they, the, the, you best know, way they, the best way they put that up there is... Um, you take away the champion's advantage. Yeah. You know, the belt will change hands on any loss. Yeah. Whether it's a DQ, a count out, uh, doesn't matter. If you lose, you're done. Because Roman has not lost to Kevin. Yes, Roman has won the matches, but he has not lost to Kevin. Right. They've got to settle this feud. And I, I, I don't really care who wins. I want Kevin Owens to do it because I, I think Roman chasing the title would be better for his character right now because uh, they don't have anywhere to go with him as the head of the table. Right. Who, it, it, there, there's, who stands up to him? Who, I was going to say, right now, who do you have on that roster – that is uh, the 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 anti-hero, the the hero of the common man, Dusty Rhodes, maybe, yeah. uh, to stand up to Roman's uh, godfather-esque persona. There, Kevin's the only one. And make no mistake about it, we're going into WrestleMania. 
could they get a Daniel Bryan there? Yeah, all they got to do is pull the trigger on Daniel and he's there. Yeah. But do we really want to see that right now? Daniel hasn't been in the title picture for a while. He's just been kind of spinning his wheels. Who else is there? Um, if they would turn Sammy face, then I could see Sammy doing it. But that's a multi-month yeah, I'm not arc buying. to get Sammy to that point. Yeah, he's I'm not ready. He's, he's not, not going to be ready yet. by WrestleMania. No. Um, Shinsuke? But Shinsuke could, but again, Shinsuke's in the same. To me, Shinsuke, Cesaro, Sammy, any of those three could. Yeah. But it's going to take them months well, to and, and build to the point where they're credible. Because right now, none of them are really credible. Yeah. You and I love Cesaro, but Vince does not see world champion in Cesaro. Cesaro's a world champion. He is, but Vince does not see Vince that. Vince doesn't see it. So it's not going to be Cesaro. Shinsuke could, but the schedule's very tight. Yep. They recorded their um, superstar special thing for India that they did Yeah. this week, and Shinsuke worked heel. Yeah, but he's working so, face on, you he's know, basically working face right now. So if you're trying to put him in the title picture... You can't have that kind of confusion going on because, look, somebody's going to watch that from the Americas. They're, they're going to watch that it, just because they they filmed it specifically to appeal to their Indian audience doesn't yeah. mean that somebody's not going to watch that. Right. Um, it's non-canon, I guess, is the best way to put that, I suppose. Yeah, it, it is. I like the Saudi shows. It is, but at the same time, Braun? Yeah. Could they bring Braun back? I don't but I don't know where he is in the status of his injury. Right. And he was healed when he left. Yep. I don't know who else is there. There really isn't anybody on SmackDown that works. Uh they've done no they've done no one any favors in building up anybody. And and this is the same problem that they unless, had unless Jimmy is healthy and they're going to have some kind of Jimmy Uso comes back, basically split up the Usos temporarily in that whole, I can't believe you did this, you know, uh, Jay, what's your problem? Why are you acting like this? This ain't you, Uso. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Then Jimmy fights Roman doesn't win, of course, but Jimmy Jimmy gets beat down harder than Jay did. Then you have Jay turn on Roman to save Jimmy. Jay goes face, and because of the time he's been given and all that stuff, he beats Roman, and he becomes the head of the table or something like that. I, I don't know if they would go that route, but... I mean, I guess it's possible. Uh... Big E, maybe. But Big E's got your Intercontinental title right now. Yep. And he's locked in that feud with Sammy and Apollo. 
I guess Big E's honestly the closest one. And I, I can I can come up with a story real quick. Because we saw Apollo with Roman last week. Mm-hmm. We get a match next week or at uh at the Rumble in which Roman or Paul or Jay interferes, costing E the Intercontinental Championship. That goes to Apollo. Apollo and Sammy spin off yeah. and do their thing. Big E's like, oh, no, no, no. This isn't going to work for me. Either A, he wins the Rumble. Yeah. Or B, he just starts going, you know, the Rumble winner goes after Drew. Yeah. And he starts going after Roman. One of those, uh, and, you took what was mine, I'm going to take what's yours. Yeah. Actually, I kind of like that. That would be cool. Which I, means it's not going to happen. Yeah. It would be cool. It, it elevates. Biggie is destined for a world heavyweight title at some point. Yeah, absolutely. He's the closest one other than Kevin Owens right now. Yep. Um, Charlotte and Asuka destroyed the Riot Squad. Yeah, and then they tried to blame uh, Billy Kay. Which- but... Okay, Billy Kay did have a little bit to do with the ending, but overall the match, Charlotte and Oscar destroyed the Riot Squad. Yeah, and and that's what are they doing with the women's division? Well, the women's division in WWE has always been two singles wrestlers are stronger than any tag team. Always. It doesn't matter who they are. Take two random women, put them together, they will beat any women's established tag team. They have got to take and split Asuka and Charlotte, have them drop the tag belts, and then leave your women's champions out of the tag team yeah. picture. The, Asuka should be fighting Alexa Bliss in when was a the last time, match. When was the last time Asuka defended her title? I don't even know, man. Uh, was it at TLC? No, no, it couldn't have been it. Because that was the that's when, when they won, won the, the tag team. Yeah. Uh, so the pay-per-view before that? That Survivor Series? Survivor Series? I don't think so. Maybe not. It's been months then. It's It's been October at least, I think. Let's, let's take a look at the Google box. Why is your women's champion also your tag champion, but you're not having her... Defend it. When Becky had the Raw women's title and the SmackDown women's title, she was doing feuds for each of those at the same time. And then they they knew that that wasn't sustainable for long term, so she dropped the title. She dropped the SmackDown women's title. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they cannot seem to come up with a storyline for the Raw women's title, a storyline for the SmackDown women's title, and a storyline for the tag, the women's tag titles that happen at the same time with different people. The roster's deep enough. The roster is definitely deep enough. Oh, absolutely. But we keep getting the same <clears throat> crap. And then we split Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, which were... 
by far the most entertaining tag team in the women's division for some unknown reason. Right. And we decide to put Peyton Royce immediately with, back with, with Lacey. Yep. And a tag team. What? You, you split you split Billy Kay and Peyton Royce because Peyton was going to get this uh, uh supposedly gonna get this uh, singles push. And they really just didn't have anything to do with Billy Kay in that situation. And that's fine. And then almost immediately after splitting Peyton Royce and Billy Kay up, you put Peyton Royce back with Lacey Evans as a tag team, and Billy Kay is comedy relief. And they, they didn't put any stakes on the match where Peyton and Billy were going to be split up. It was kind of a last minute, oh, yeah, and if they lose this match, then they have they to have split. To break up, yeah. That's a that's a feud right there of yep. riots because it was Riot Squad, I think, that broke them up. Yep. That's a month-long build to a pay-per-view. Yep. And you just, oh, yeah, we're going to do it. So she won the belt in August. Asuka did. Mm-hmm. It's kind of rough to figure out where things were. Uh, at Clash of Champions, she beat Zelina Vega, which was September. Okay. Uh, Has she defended it since then? October, nope, that's a team-up. Yeah, the following night on Raw, after Clash of Champions, she defended again. Against Zelina, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Let's see. On October 19th, she beat Lana. She fought Sasha at Survivor Series. But that was That was a, a champion versus champion, champion match. Versus champion. She beat Lana on the November 23rd episode of Raw. And that led into the that led into the tag team building, and then oh, we're going to take Lana out of it because Charlotte's ready to come back. Um, December seventh was the last time she actually defended it because she defended it against uh, Shan Baszler on Raw, and Oscar won. So we're coming on two months mm-hmm. before we've even thought about her being the Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. Now it looks like they're building towards her. And Alexa. Yeah, which is good. And I'm all for that, and I'm all for Alexa using spooky voodoo to take the title from her. Yeah, that'd be fine with me. Um, One, because that kind of helps protect Alexa. Alexa's a strong champion. She always has been. Yeah. But she does have the history of the the concussions and that kind of stuff, so I can can understand WWE's trepidation with overusing her. But using the voodoo stuff, they can have her be a champion again for a while and protect her. Yeah. And and if you do that, leave your leave your tag belt on Oscar. Yeah. Cuz I mean, I'm not going to lie, I do I do kind of like the whole queen and empress thing. Yeah, no, it works. It works. Um But it doesn't work. It doesn't work while to Asuka bring has, it all the way back right. around. It doesn't work when they are just utterly destroying every single competition in the division. Yeah. And that includes Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Yeah, absolutely. What are they going to do? Do you bring up 
Do you bring Mercedes Martinez back up with uh, Rhea Ripley? That would be cool. But they're not going to do that because Mercedes just re-debuted on uh, well, NXT. NXT. And Mercedes asked to go back to NXT because yeah. she didn't want to be part, any part of Retribution at all. She knew that that was going yeah. nowhere. Um, do you do it with Raquel Gonzalez in? But no, Raquel's finally starting her push in NXT to where she's going to be elevated. Yeah. So what do you do? Who do you have that is a credible threat to take those tag titles? And that's the flaw with WWE rewriting their storylines the day of their show. They don't think far enough ahead. What they need to do, and I've said this before, they need to sit down today, right now, and look at WrestleMania next year. And what they need to we, write out, these are the matches that we want to have at WrestleMania that we next would year. like. Yes. Uh, we Obviously, understand. we understand there's injuries, there's that. But these are the matches. Now, how do we get there? Mm-hmm. And you build back from what your goal is. Yeah. And then in six months, you start working towards WrestleMania 2023. Yeah. So that you have I mean, the tie-in of the stories and you build a cohesive story. I mean, they've already we, announced where those WrestleManias are going to be. Yeah. What a package! What, what was that? Like it was, it, it was very Southpaw feeling to me. Uh, I miss Southpaw. I do too. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's kind of what's going on there. Um, AEW. We had some, we had some decent stuff on AEW. Uh, I thought the, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I thought the. Uh, uh, Peter Avalon Cody match. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought the fact that it went on for what almost fifteen minutes that was surprising. It was very surprising to me. Um, um, it Peter Avalon's not a bad wrestler by no, any by any means. I mean, but, he's a jobber. That's that's his that's his role. That's his role where he is right now. Um, um this they've this, finally this, taken him out of the. Librarian gimmick. Uh, well, they took him out of the librarian gimmick. He's not on a losing streak right. anymore like he and Brandon Cutler were, which I get it. They were telling the story yeah. of them doing yeah. their thing. And it worked because people tuned in to watch that, you know, their matches. Like, to me, this kind of felt like, and it's going to sound weird the way I say this, but it felt like a reward. Yeah. Um, you know, whether we like Cody or not, he is one of the most over people in AEW. He is. Even it, if it's just in his own mind. He is no, one of the most not, people in AEW. It's, it's not. The fans that are there in attendance yeah. are cheering for him. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I, either. Cody, Cody Rhodes, Cody Runnels, yeah. seems to be a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. He seems to be awesome, caring, the, and, and, and yeah. the kind of guy that you want to see run a company. The Cody character, though, yes. is a heel. The Cody character is a heel that's playing a face. Yeah. And nobody seems to see it. Yep. Um, so this felt, to me, this really felt like a reward for Peter Avalon. The dude's been consistent. Yeah. He, from everything that I've seen, at least, he hasn't complained about the fact that he was on the the biggest losing streak in AEW history. Uh, you know, he was, he lost the losing he lost the challenge between him and Cutler when yeah. it came finally came down to the 
there will be a winner. No it, countouts, it, no DQs, no nothing. There will be a winner. The man took a backdrop on polyhedral dice that included at least one D4. Right. And if you've ever... Cal drops. Yes. It's a um, pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. So, this felt like a reward to him, and it was really cool. You know, I, yeah. like I said, not the biggest fan of Cody, but I can get this, right? Yeah. Um, I thought the Dark Order versus TH2 Chaos Project match was great. I, I liked the the ending, of course, because the ending was the whole... Uh, Adam Page said he would he would tell Dark Order whether he joined him or not. And, uh, you know, uh, Silver grabs the mic after the match. He's like, so, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And Adam Page says, uh, no. And then all this stuff goes on because they were fully expecting him to say yes. So, yeah. like, the sign, of the, the Titan Tron says yes. yes. He said yes. They had, like, a dancing group come out. Confetti starts falling. You see Anna Jay kicking the dancers into the back. <laughs> go, go. Um, and, but Paige answers why he said yeah. no. He says, you know, look. I've uh, been part of a group before. I've been part of a group before, and it's never worked out for me. You know, I'm just going to do this on my own. Thanks. You know, and he then he takes the bottle of whiskey that I think Ten had <laughs> and winds through the dark order and walks into the back. Yeah. The, uh, they had a birthday celebration, like we said, for yeah. Brody Lee Jr., at the end of the match, Brody Lee is throwing papers at people and beating them up yeah. because his birthday was two days beforehand. Yeah. Or three days. So, you know, it was great. Mm-hmm. It's everything we want to see out of the Dark Order. Yep. Um, Moxley was in a, a squash match, which whatever. Uh, you see Private Party. Private Party, I guess, solidifies their heel turn yeah. tonight. Yeah. Uh, because they actually, you know, use a chair to hit uh, one of the the guys from uh, Top Flight. Yeah, um, or Matt Seidel, one of the two. They end up hitting. They end up hitting one of the good guys, basically. Uh, and then you see, like, Cassidy hits him, and you see Mark Quinn kind of turn around and look at him, like, "Dude, what did you just do?" You know, and you're expecting Mark Quinn to be like, nah, that ain't us. And then Mark Quinn just grins and hits the the uh, shooting star. Yeah. And one, two, three. So they've officially turned heel. Hardy's officially a heel. Yeah. yeah. Hardy doesn't have his hair dyed anymore. Nope. I noticed that this week. I don't know how long it's been that way, but I noticed that he doesn't have that red streak in his hair. Yeah. Uh, so I guess he's dropping the um, broken universe for now. I'm sure yeah. that it will come back. Ola. Uh, Old young boy Charles Taylor. Yep. He's not Chuck Taylor anymore. He's Charles. Uh, Miro's making him call himself Charles. Uh, Miro made him look at Orange Cassidy and tell Orange Cassidy that Miro was his best friend now. Which they got what? Wasn't it like for like a month? Yeah, it was for 30 days. So he's going to turn back on him eventually. It's got Uh, to. This was something, to me, this is something that Trent got hurt. Trent had his pe- uh, pectoral muscle torn, yeah, which he's going to be out for four to five months. They said, um, "This is something for Chuck Taylor to continue to do." It, it, Chuck Taylor continued to do kinda, it. Kinda it it kind of puts an endpoint on that storyline between Miro and all of them, just for you know, delays it a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. I, AEW was a good show. It, it was. Um, 
going back, Jericho just did the laziest you know, lion salt. You know, we've talked before about Randy Orton. Yeah. Right? And how Randy Orton, when he wants to work, like he turns it up to 11. And how Randy, when he doesn't want to work, is just there for the paycheck. Um, Jericho, I think, has fallen into that last category, but I don't think he's doing it just for the paycheck. I think Jericho is just continuing to do it to see himself on TV. Um, I think Jericho still thinks that he's 40 years old. Because he can still do all this stuff. He pulls off amazing moves. He can still go. But I also think he's starting to feel his age. And he's, he's let himself go a little bit. He's definitely got the dad bod going. And hey, look, dude, you've earned it. You're 50 years old. You're in better shape than I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. But you are legitimately in the conversation for greatest of all time. If you continue doing what he's doing, he's going to start hurting his legacy. Jericho needs to transition to that three to four matches a year Mm -hmm. stage. Um, I was kind of hoping he would have done it throughout the pandemic stuff, but you, you, I can understand why he didn't. You, you kind of need a name to draw like that during this time when it's Jer- weird, right? Jericho's arguably, um, as far as mainstream, yeah. Jericho's arguably the only person who has a name. In it, AEW. In yeah, AEW. Absolutely. They've got Sting, but Sting's hasn't done anything. They did announce Sting's going to have a match yeah. next week. Um, But Sting's not going to draw eyes. Mm-mm. Sting will draw, like, our age eyes, but Sting yeah. is not going to draw anybody new. Jericho will draw new people. Yes. Even as old as he is, even everything, because he has that, he has crossed that barrier, yeah. right? I mean, he was, he, he's Fozzie. Yeah. Uh, which he was is, in. He's been in uh, several movies, bit parts and yeah. that kind of stuff. But he's been in several movies. But um, and, and and Fozzie's doing fairly well. Judas was playing on main like CPR. Yeah. Which you know, okay, whether you like Judas or you don't, he's got. Well, I mean, it's radio rock. Yeah. But it's on the radio, so yeah. Know, there you go. I don't mind seeing Jericho on TV. No, he's entertaining. He's amazing as a commentator. He is. He's killing it on commentary. But if he keeps, he mentioned, uh, you know, somebody said something about next week he's going to hit a picture perfect lion salt. Great, I'd love to see it. Yeah, and 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 Jericho would reply to it. Actually, I'll hit two. I'd love to see it. I enjoy watching Chris Jericho. I don't enjoy watching Chris Jericho when I can tell I'm not getting 100% of Chris Jericho. When I'm not getting Chris Jericho. Yes. Um, when Chris Irving's out there doing his Chris Jericho impression. Yeah. It's like, like meh. And and the thing is, I don't understand the booking of that match either. You have Jericho and MJF versus your established tag team in uh, Ortiz and Santana. Versus Sammy and Jake Hager, right? Yeah. 
why do you not have Santana and Ortiz, you know, your tag team, win that? Well, and, and think back six months ago, not even six months ago, four months ago, mm-hmm. Jericho was in a tag team with Sammy. Yeah. And, and they, he's been in a tag team. Well, Sammy called him out on it two weeks ago on AEW. He called him a tag team slut. And he is. He's, he's teaming with... And look, I appreciate Jericho taking his time with Sammy to elevate Sammy. Mm-hmm. Jericho taking his time with MJF to elevate MJF. Hager's going to be Hager. He's he he just is. Hager's going to be the big dumb Hager that he is. That's at, just what it is. At this point, that's his character. Maybe he could have been something in WWE, but due to his own fault or WWE's fault, Whatever it was, that's in the past. He could have been something in AEW, but, I mean, he could have been AEW's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, he's got the credentials. Yeah. He he's could got have. the size. He's got the size. If they wouldn't have gone this inner circle route, you could have had Hager come in, have Jericho be his mouthpiece, be his, you know, his, his tag team partner when they do tag team stuff. Yeah. His buddy, you know, whatever, and then push Hager for title i I think Uh, the the idea behind the inner circle was to help elevate these groups yeah the the you know sammy uh proud and powerful it has done a good job with sammy at least with sammy proud and powerful's got lost in the shuffle yeah they could have won they should have won here and then made their claim towards becoming tag team champions the i think the the idea originally i think was okay. Jericho's our main event heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Sammy is our um, TNT champion. Yeah, our cruiserweight, our mid, our yeah, our mid, mid, mid this card. Was, this was basically going to be evolution. It yeah. was going to be the four horsemen. It was going to be that kind it, of idea. Then you you have um, you know problem powerful going for the tag titles, and then you have Sammy thrown in there as a heater just to Hager. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Hager. Yeah, um, but they've lost that. And I do think that we're watching the breakup of the inner circle. I do too. When you add, when they added MJF into it, I don't get that. Um, I didn't get it then. I mean, it, it's okay. Let's see where they go with it. They're going nowhere with it. Yeah. I, um, I, I honestly think it's Jericho just saying, "Oh, I want to work with this person. Oh, I want to work with this person. Oh, I want to work with this person." Mm-hmm. And Tony not saying, "Look, dude, I get it, that, but that's great. But let's tell a story with each one." They're just, oh, okay. He had a mat. He had a couple matches with Orange Cassidy. Okay, that's over and done with. Uh, what's next? Oh, MJF. He's gonna sing along with MJF, and then well, he's going to. What you do here? I mean, literally, what you do here is you break up Inner Circle. Proud and Powerful goes off on their own. You know, they have a legit reason to leave. We were the Inner Circle's tag team. You did this. Max cheated to beat everybody. Mm-hmm. We're out. And and Proud and Powerful. They have the bona fides at this point to turn face and just be a mega face team. They do, but I don't want them to turn face. And the reason I don't want them to turn face is who do we have as heel tag teams right now? FTR? Yeah. Okay, we're done. Because that's pretty much it. Our Butcher and Blade? Yeah. Um, Which we haven't seen on TV for a couple weeks. Because we've got the Young Bucks, technically faces still... Uh, they kind of tease maybe heel, but then last week with the Dan Cal- Don Callis weird painting thing, 
their faces again. Um, Lucha, I mean, not Lucha House Party. Uh, Jurassic Experience, faces. Express. Express, yeah, faces. Um, Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. Which are faces. kind of faced. Like, they haven't, they're, 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 they're ill-defined. They're tweeners leaning face, I guess. Yeah, they're they're ill defined at the moment. I I think it's Santana. Santana, his story. Yeah, Santana and is, is good. His look and his ability, and Ortiz's charisma. He has the ability to be a main eventer. Yeah, one easily. day. And I think that that's why I want them to turn face. Because I would like to see, don't get me wrong. I would like to see them face. I don't want to see them face yet because yeah. then we just have a bunch of face teams fighting over belts. That's you, you. It's really hard to build a story other than, hey, buddy, I want to challenge you to them belts. All right, we'll see you next week. There's now, no tension to that. I'd also like to point out that AEW has not mentioned the rankings. Yeah, they really haven't. For like months. <laughs> well, uh, they've mentioned them, but they've never, they haven't mentioned them in any sort of... Like they've said, oh, they're the fifth-ranked tag team, or they're this, they're that, yeah. but they haven't mentioned it in any sort of relation to their win-loss records. They haven't mentioned it in any sort of relation to anything other than, yeah, they're uh, number uh, six. I think they realized, hey, this sounds like a great idea, but in practice it doesn't actually work. The concept was really cool. I, I, I like the concept of wins-loss matter. That's fine. The problem is when you start doing that, this goes back to what we were talking about last week, too. When you start creating rules in your universe, you have to stick to the rules in your universe. Otherwise, why have them? So you create this win losses matter, but then you start trying to book people on 50 50 booking. Um, and then it makes it very hard it makes to. It, tough. it makes it very hard to jump on this somebody's success, say a, an Orange Cassidy who just took right. off. But if his win-loss record is not where it needs to be, yeah, why is he fighting for a championship? Let's let's just let's go back to Peter Avalon well, and and Brandon Cutler. If one of them had just all of a sudden grabbed popularity, yeah, somehow, somehow, whether you know, just let's say it happened, yeah, neither one of them had the win-loss record to be able to do anything with twenty something. I win thirty something. You know. Scorpio um, Sky, perfect example of Scorpio Sky. Mm-hmm. He's got the potential to do it, but he doesn't have the win-loss record. Yeah, well, look at your people that yeah. have good win-loss records. Mox, Kenny, Cody, the names. MJF. The big names. Your big names. So, after, okay, so if win-losses matter, Mox is your champion, right? Mox beats MJF. MJF was 14-0, and 0, now he's 14-1. and 1. He is still leaps and bounds ahead of the next person in line who was, you know, 10-4. and 4. Yeah. He's still way ahead, so he should get the next one and have to lose and get the next one and have to lose and get the next one and have to lose. So you book yourself into either this corner of... Well, I mean, you, let's, you let's look at what they did with Scorpio Sky. So far ahead. Let's look at what they did with Scorpio Sky. They had him split off from SCU. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the single star. And, and that's great. 
He goes to Dark. He has a bunch of wins on Dark, starts building mm-hmm. some momentum. Comes to Dynamite, loses. They bring him back to Dynamite for a TNT title match, and he loses to Cody. Yep. They do a little storyline with him for a couple weeks, and then he disappears. I haven't seen him on Dynamite in months. Yeah. Scorpio Sky was one of those people that they were talking about as being the future of the company. The, that was the guy that in a couple of years would I could see having the belt. Yeah. You know. And I still can because mm-hmm. he's that good. But where is he? Right. Where is he? Right. You have all these matches on Dark to build your talent up, but you don't mention it on Raw or on, on Dynamite at all. Mm-hmm. Give me a, a five minute recap of what happened on Dark. Yeah. In the middle of your show. It doesn't have to be major. Just No, just a Hey, this week on Dark, blah, 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 defeated, blah, 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 defeated, blah, 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 and and focus on... And you you don't even have to run down all the stuff. Like, I don't care that this jobber beat this slightly more jobber. Yeah. You know, I don't care about that, but if if the, the person that was on Dark is on Dynamite, give us more than just a casual, you know, whatever. Let us Let us know, yeah, they've been working on Dark. Last week they beat so and so. Before last they beat so and so. You know, they could, they could even do a little segment where they show some of the high points of dark. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody, I'm gonna go back to Scorpio Sky because yeah. whatever. But if Scorpio Sky does this amazing move, yeah, let's see it. Show it. Let's see it. Give me a reason to watch dark other than I'm a wrestling fan. Because really and truly, let's put it this way: dark is a house show. It is. Um. They mention it more. Well, uh, let me let me step that back. Dark is a step between a house show and uh, dark is velocity. Yeah, dark is velocity. Dark is main event. Yes, it, it exists, kinda. Like they don't mention a, a lot of stuff that happens on dark doesn't get it's, mentioned. It's doesn't used, get shown. Doesn't get anything. It is used simply to build win loss records for people when they're trying to. Build and I also them. think it's being used as like a tryout for some of these people. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. You know, um especially the the Nick Camarado. Nick Camarado is a perfect one. Dude's been on dark consistently for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks and weeks. He's got a cool look. Um he was on dynamite. Yeah. Granted, he was in a He lost to Moxley uh, really quickly. Lost but, to Moxley yeah. in a just barely better than a squash match. But um he was on dynamite though. Yeah. That's cool. I'd like to see the dude. I'd like to see more of him. The, the character that he's building, Unabomber psychopath type character. Yeah, I'm okay with that. WWE has a tendency to overdo their recaps. Mm-hmm. AEW doesn't do enough. AEW doesn't do enough, and I think that's kind of what we're building to is. Yeah. Give me a recap. Tell me what's happening. It doesn't need to be five minutes. Just a two minute. And I also recap. don't need to see a recap at. 8.45 of something that happened at 7.45. Yes. I don't need that recap, WWE. Yeah. I don't. Every time we come back from commercial, earlier tonight on yeah. Raw. Right. We, we don't need to see that. Moving on, because I think we beat that we're, horse we're to death. We're like at an hour anyway. Um, <laughs> so. so before we wrap up, next Sunday, the 31st, we have oh, the Royal. Real quick. Sorry we didn't talk much about NXT, but just like everything else, in WWE world this week, NXT kind of didn't have a whole lot going for it. Yeah, I mean, the, you got the Dusty Classic going on, 
and that dominated the show. The big thing, um, there, there were, I mean, we could probably talk about, like, the fact that you would have expected Tony Storm and uh, Martinez to win, and they lost. But there, that's expected. building the feud between yeah. uh, Martinez and Io Shirai. Yeah. You uh, and Storm just kind of got caught in the crossfire there. You could have uh, expected uh, Imperium to win. Uh, they didn't. But uh, Alexander Wolf is back yep. over here, so that makes me think that Wolf is going to give an ultimatum yeah. to them that Walter is right. extremely upset with their performance. That's and what it sounds maybe like. they're going to drag Imperium back over to NXT UK yeah. to start rebuilding. Because Imperium had some major yes. momentum, and then... COVID happened. COVID. Um, so maybe they're going to pull Imperium back over to NXT UK and try to regain some of that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight pit between... Um, um, Chomp and Thatcher. Yeah. I completely blanked. I had I had Gargano in my head. And I knew that wasn't right. That was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thatcher won by sticking Champa's leg out the corner between a between the supports, mm-hmm. and then locking him into like a torture rack type yeah. thing. It looked really cool. It left Champa with no choice but to tap or. Be just, you know, annihilate the knee that has been reconstructed before. Yeah, it made sense, and I don't think the story's done. Yeah, I don't either. It was a good show, mm-hmm. but it just was kind of meh. They, I'm excited to see that the women's Dusty Classic, mm-hmm. because I'm all about some women's wrestling, mm-hmm. and in WWE and NXT specifically, specifically in NXT, that the ro- women's that division. Is deep and yes. it is strong, mm-hmm. and my God, can they do some amazing things with that division if they just take the time to do it? Yep. But there just wasn't a whole lot to talk about. There really wasn't. So, next Sunday, January thirty first, mm-hmm. we have the Royal Rumble. One of the big four. And possibly my favorite pay-per-view event of the year. Yeah. They definitely have the hype for it. We're not going to go through all the matches. We're, we're at over an hour now. But, Jason, I want to know, who do you think is going to win? Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> I think you're right. No. Um, so let's talk about who has announced so far. We have Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, The Miz, Jey Uso, Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Out of that list, like, my money is on Randy Orton, but I also don't want him to win yet again. This would be, what, the third or the fourth one that he would win? Yeah. Um... I want them to build somebody new. AJ would be awesome. Uh, since he's kind of been out of the uh, the title scene for a while. Okay. I'd like to see AJ win. But you say he's been out of the title scene for a while. AJ well, just had a title match last month. You know what I mean. Um, 
let me rephrase. I guess let me rephrase that. AJ has been a non-threatening contender in the yeah. title scene for a while. I would like to see. You know, we were talking about who, who to fight Roman. How about we have AJ win the Rumble, and then AJ goes to SmackDown, and challenges Roman because after all, let's not forget, AJ Styles is the face that runs the place, the champ that runs the camp yeah. for SmackDown. That he, you know, he built. You could. He is the face that uh, you know. He built SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not talk about the fact that SmackDown's been going for like 15 years before AJ Styles showed up. But AJ Styles, but I was mean that person. AJ Styles was super popular and yeah. brought a lot of eyes to SmackDown when you they have, relaunched it on Fox. You could easily have AJ go to SmackDown and be like, you know, I heard you calling yourself the head of the family. No, uh. No, nah, this is my family. It's my family. This is my, my house. It's my house. My camp, you know. Yeah. I um something like that would be cool. I would cool. be all for that because I this this heel AJ's not doing it for me. Yeah, I don't like the heel AJ. Um AJ's AJ's a good heel. He's a much better face. Yeah. I'd I'd actually and this isn't gonna happen. I really want AJ to cut his hair. Yeah, go back to the old AJ Styles look. I I want <laughs> WWE to buy the rights to get ready to fly. Yeah. <laughs> and I want AJ to just come back and just get ready and to the, fly. And the <laughs> red tights you know, with the, the flip and everything. Yeah, it, it, It's not going to happen. That was 20 years ago. It'd be funny, though. But it would be great. And it's for one last run for AJ, I think it would be great. And, and, and make no mistake about it, AJ's already started talking about winding his career down. What about this, though? You know, so there's people that haven't announced, oh. and every year with the Rumble, you always have at least one or two NXT stars show up. Yeah. What would happen if Ciampa won the Rumble? That Ciampa's, would be amazing. Ciampa's done pretty much everything he can on NXT. Yeah. It doesn't look like they're putting him back in the title picture, which is okay. Well, that, that's fine. I mean, he and Gargano, if they're in the title picture, are going to dominate the title yeah. picture. Their story between... The each other is just yeah. too strong. So what about somebody um, like him? Jo- rejoins the Rumble and wins. I'd be all for it. You know, now you have Ciampa, this complete wild card. You know, because let's be honest here, the main roster doesn't treat NXT as anything at all. Yeah. Even though uh, Daniel Bryan did an interview this week where he talked about it being a third brand. They don't really have a developmental anymore because NXT is a third brand. Yeah, except no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That's, that's a great company talking point. You attempted to not, put it over. D-Bry. It's not what's happening. You attempted. Hmm. I'll give you, you get an A for that. Yeah. But, no. Um, I don't think it's going to be Orton. Orton's okay. locked in his feud with The Fiend. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles is a good choice. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke is a good choice. Well, I would I would agree with you on Chinsuke if he wouldn't have won what two years ago, and it was completely squandered. But you know what? This isn't going to happen. But I'm going to pray because they've kind of split them up in the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Cesaro, Cesaro would be awesome. Cesaro because they, about- they've, they've split Shinsuke and Cesaro kind of in the last couple weeks. Cesaro had a singles match with uh, Ziggler. I mean, you and I talked earlier about who would be a good challenger for Roman. And Cesaro's name was one we mentioned, and he, it, he would be. Um, 
and winning the Rumble would be the way to quickly submit him as a a, a threat. Yeah. Um, gender is a possibility. Come back and... Because gender was in the match that they did for their big special um, Indian show. Have him uh, come back and challenge Drew. Challenge a, Drew and have the 3MB tie in there. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that as a possibility. I just don't know. They've not really shown anybody to be the odds-on favorite so far this year. Now, for the Women's Rumble, I think it's going to be Alexa. You think it's going to be Alexa? I think it's going to be Alexa for the Women's Rumble. So, for the Women's Rumble, just to run down the, the participants that have, uh, have been announced. Rhea. We've got Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Bianca, Mandy, Dana, Peyton, Alexa, Shayna, Liv, Ruby, and Tamina. And I'm with you there in that list. In that list, Alexa. Alexa. However, um, my dark horse pick for that is Rhea. I this is see, how Rhea comes to the main roster. I could see Rhea. Rhea is definitely coming to the main roster at the Rumble. Um, Damian Priest is definitely going to yeah. be in the Rumble. I kind of like to see Bronson Reed show up in the Rumble. I would too. Um, um, I, th- I don't think he's been in NXT long enough as a a, a potential winner. I don't think he's going to win. Like to see him in the Rumble. I, I think cool. I think he, I think they're going to do what they've done in the past with guys like Gargano and and yeah. where Bronson Reed shows up in the Rumble. Um, but I'd like to see Rhea win it. I, I could definitely see that as being her, her stepping out. You know, you know who's winning the Rumble? Hmm. Seth. Could be. It's, he's been off TV for a while. He's been off TV. Um, it's time for him to come back. He's had two months with the baby now. It's been enough time, um, really, for the whole Messiah garbage to die. Seth could come back. Seth could come back, win, and go he's, after he's either SmackDown. Drew well, or Roman. Seth is on SmackDown, so but that doesn't matter. I know with it the doesn't Rumble. matter. But you could have Seth come back and win, and then come back as a face to go after Roman, and and talk about, dude, I've been down this path. Be, yeah, I've been down the road that you're on, and it doesn't end well. Yeah, that's um, actually. I really like that's that my idea. pick. I really that's like my pick. That idea. That's my pick right there. I do really like that idea. Um, speaking of ideas that I like, we would like to thank McNard Gaming. <laughs> that was a terrible segue. But that, anyway. that was a horrible segue. Uh, I, I was, you could have gone I, something like, you know, look, you know, it's a great idea. Let's go next door. Let's get a game at McNard like, Gaming. Look, <laughs> my brain was trying to think of a way to put in like, you know, speaking of stuff that I like, board games and go there. And then it just. <laughs> so we'd like to thank McNard Gaming for allowing us to record here like they always do. Um, go next door. Uh, well, they're they're next door to us. They're, they're next door to us. They're, yeah, God, uh, they're in Gaucher. They've got a great selection. They've got everything from board games to D and D to tabletop role playing. Uh, everything that you could think of, they have something there for see, you. See here, I was trying to switch it up. I was going to do the McNarb thing. You could do the the big dog liquor thing, and then I just screwed it up horribly. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Big Dog Liquor, we would like to thank Big Dog Liquor as well for being the place that supplies our liquor. Yeah, um, go down there and get a bottle. Uh, they've got wine. They've got all kinds of spirits. They've got mixers. They've got you know pretty much everything you can think of that that needs to go with your adult beverages. Yep. Um, except ice. They can't sell ice legally. It is what it is. But there is a. Uh, I think there is a little ice dispenser there in the parking lot. Is there not? Yes, there is. So, so you get it there. Yeah, in the, there in you the go. Parking lot. Um, <laughs> 
But with that all said, this week of wrestling was boring. Hopefully we weren't, uh, and we will go home. We're going to go watch the Rumble next week, I Yeah, guess. that'll be next week. So we got one more time that you're going to hear us talk before the Rumble. I well, keep wanting the Rumble to be tonight. I really it feel so like it should that be. It is the last day of January. Uh, it, it is. It is. And they, they pushed back uh, WrestleMania this year, so they've added back in. Um, so is all of this considered after credit? Yeah. Because, I mean, we've already did our we, we've Yeah, we've already, already did our, it. Our thing, yeah, so. yeah. Um, anyway. It's P.S. Post-show. P.S. Post-show. <laughs> all right. Well, everybody, Guys, have a good week. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Give us a like on Facebook. Um, yep. we've got it. We're going to be on YouTube here pretty soon. So Hopefully. I and mean, it's not hopefully. I'm going to make it happen. So with that being said, cheers. Cheers. See you next week.